So uh, word is that the United States Secretary of State, John Kerry, is on the way back. We can, we can expect him back here in Israel tomorrow. <laughs> you know, like, come on, don't you have something better to do in the world than, than trying to trying to impose the, the United States' will on Israel, not to mention the Palestinians? I mean, Israel, we want peace. We really do. We want peace. We're, we've said we're willing to give the Palestinians a state. The Palestinians have made it clear they're not so interested. They're not so much interested in a state as they're interested in seeing the unstating of Israel, seeing the destruction, the elimination of Israel from the map, from the world. But but Kerry Kerry's got this bug up his uh, his tuchus that that he's going to make peace. You know. Everyone else has failed, but but Kerry's going to do it. Kerry's going to do it, and uh, this is a uh, th- this is coming on the heels of uh, of his last visit. I mean, he just left the day before yesterday, and he he um, he he presented America's outline for security arrangements in the Jordan Valley. <laughs> the, America's going to guarantee Israel security. Ha ha! So he presented these arrangements, America's plan, America's idea. Israel pretty much rejected the plan. I mean, for, for, for not too shabby reasons. The Palestinians as well rejected the plan. Of course, when Israel rejects an American idea, America knows, you know, you, you give it a little, do a little, new, 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 moo, 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 and, and Israel will come around eventually. And, and, you know, Israel gives the hints, they give the signs that, uh, well, we could make this work. The Palestinians said, no way, no how, deal killer. So, so this time, Secretary of State Kerry's strategy is to, he's, he's threatened to delay the, the third phase of the prisoner release. The, uh, the phase number three that was due to take place at the end of the month, Israel is supposed to release more Palestinian murderers from jail. We've already done two releases we were due to do another release, and, and Kerry said, "Well, Palestinians, as if you guys won't agree to the security arrangements, then we're going to delay, not cancel. We're, we're going to, we're going to, as if America's in control. By the way, they're speaking for Israel." Kerry said that that we we're, we're going to postpone the release of prisoners for about a month, and uh, you know, as if the as if the Palestinians are going to. Uh, are going to come around and give in on anything. So, so according to the news reports, U.S. Secretary of State John Kerry determined to make progress in the peace talks between Israel and the Palestinian Authority is threatening to delay the next scheduled release of terrorists being held in Israeli prisons. He, now, now, now remember, before these peace talks even began... No peace talks, no negotiations. Israel agreed to release 104 terrorists from, from the prisons as a gesture to the Palestinian Authority Chairman Mahmoud Abbas. 52 terrorists already released in the first two phases. Two more phases, another 52 terrorist murderers, but most of them are murderers now, are, are supposed to be released but but uh the Palestinian officials who've spoken to the uh, to Israeli news sources Sunday said that that the Palestinian authority received an unexpected message 
from Kerry. Unexpected because the Americans have never ever put pressure on the Palestinians to do anything, to make any concessions whatsoever. <laughs> it's unexpected. It's, it's, it's unheard of. All the pressure is put on Israel. All the concessions are expected from Israel. But, but this unexpected message said that uh, a court, the, uh, the next release of prisoners scheduled for the end of December is going to be postponed for one month. Uh, according to these uh, Palestinian officials, Kerry is using the terrorist release as a means of pressuring Abbas after, after the Palestinian Authority chairman rejected all of Kerry's offers regarding security in the Jordan Valley. The, uh, the, the officials added that Kerry is determined to make progress in the peace talks by January and, as such, is planning to postpone the third phase of the release of prisoners as a way of persuading the Palestinian Authority to accept his proposed security arrangements. I, I, I see, like, you know, like maybe a little bit of, of, of God complex here. There, We've got America supposed to be the impartial third party involved in these negotiations, putting in bridging proposals, encouraging the two sides to continue talking. But what this sounds like is that the will of the two sides, the two parties, doesn't matter here. This sounds like like John Kerry, and I imagine he's speaking for the president of, of the United States, Barack Obama, is coming with his agenda, with his plan, and attempting to ram it down the throats of both sides, and th- this is this is a rare case where, in these so-called here, here comes air quotes negotiations, both sides agree on something. We've got an agreement here between Israel and the Palestinians. Neither of us likes the American proposal for security arrangements in the Jordan Valley. I mean, obviously, the, we, we we disagree. We, we agree. <laughs> we agree. That we don't want the 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 agreement for different reasons, which which we'll get into in a little bit. But both sides have said we don't like these proposed security arrangements. And Kerry comes in, the impartial third party in the negotiations, and and he says he says, well, too bad. This is th- this is my plan. This is what we're going to do. And and here's your punishment if. If you don't listen. So here, here, here's the story. Here's the, here's the, uh, here's the disagreement. <laughs> the what, what both the Israeli leadership and the Palestinian leadership are rejecting here. The, uh, <laughs> the, 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 the Americans are proposing security arrangements for the Jordan Valley, which, which, which by the way, it's Israel's eastern border. The, the, the Jordan River Valley, Israel's border with Jordan is our security border to the east. Now, now you might want to note, if you look at a map of the Middle East, what do you have to the east of, of Israel besides Jordan? See, that's where these countries like, like Iraq, Iran, even to a certain extent, Syria, they, all, all, the, 
Oh, you know, the, the Saudi Arabia, all the big Arab countries, many of which have on numerous occasions proposed to wipe Israel off the map, all of which on numerous occasions have been involved in wars in which they have attacked Israel from the east. All these countries are to the east. So understandably, Israel would like to maintain a security presence, i.e. our army, on our eastern border, the Jordan River Valley. And, uh, and, and we have maintained consistently that, that we need to control that area. We need to be there. Well, the, the Palestinians have said, well, no, we want this land. This is Palestine. This is going to be ours. And there will be no Israeli troops there. We, the Palestinians, will control Israel's eastern border. So, so the Americans' proposal involves things like, uh, like, like satellite, satellite security, drones, electronic fences, and, and American forces, maybe even NATO forces, in place of the Israeli army. Now, now, on principle, Israel rejects the idea of foreign forces on our territory, of relying on foreign forces for our security. Now, you know, what, what, what do we see? What is the argument that comes up in the anti-Israel lobby in America when America is, is talking about being involved somehow in the Middle East? We're talking about, we don't want to shed American blood to protect Israel. That's not, that's not our job. American soldiers must not sacrifice for, for Israel. Hey, we don't want you to. Israel has never asked for American blood to be sacrificed, to be shed on our behalf. Yeah, we do. We, we, we do rely on America for military hardware, spare parts, supplies, cooperation with intelligence cooperation. We don't want American troops. We have not asked for American troops. So so don't don't come in and propose American troops as a solution to Israel's security problems that that that, that we don't want. We we rely on the IDF, the Israeli army. That's our security. With a, with, a, with a tip of the hat to God. I mean, all right, we're talking, you know, practical here. We're talking, we're talking real politic. We, we rely ultimately on God for the existence of this country. But, uh, but on the ground, doing our part, we're talking about the Israeli army. And we're not asking for any foreign troops. We do not want foreign troops. And, and, I have to say, at this point in history, America's guarantees for Israel's security are not particularly heavily weighted in this country. We're still stinging from from America having our back when it comes to a the 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 development of a nuclear Iran. We've been assured by the current administration by America, we've got your back. Little do we know. Little did we think. That, that having our back meant having a knife prepared to be stuck into said back by, by Barack Obama and company sidling up to the administration in Iran, making Iran America's new strategic party in the Middle East, allowing tacitly, if not actively, Iran to develop an atomic bomb, which they have avowed to drop on my head here in Israel, destroy our country, wipe it off the face of the earth. So with all due respect, with all due respect, I would I would like to, to, to not have to rely too heavily 
on on American promises for Israel's security. Really, I I think that's reasonable. Ask for money and get advice. Ask for advice, get money twice. I'm from the dirty, but that chico nice. Y'all call it a moment. I call it life. One day while the light is glowing, I'll be in my castle cold. Marty Roberts here, the Marty Roberts Show. Hey, look, we're back. It's It's been a long break. I realize that we're back. We're going to try and be consistent here. Uh, not everything is within my control. But I do, I do ask you to visit the website. If you're not there right now, visit the website. It's at martyrobertsblog.com. We've got a lot of supporting material for every episode of the show if you like to listen to the show there, there's pictures and and for today's show we're going to have quite a few youtube videos as well on the on, on the subject matter that i'm about to talk talk to you about 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 israeli prisons and palestinian prisoners in israeli prisoners you can see that stuff only at the website martyrobertsblog.com there's also stuff there to click on you can follow me on twitter you can join the facebook group and lots of good you can there's a button liberally uh, placed on the page that says donate which will allow you to help support the show financially but 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 in, in any event i do urge you to to visit the website martyrobertsblog.com you can't we had some problems with itunes by the way those of you who get the show via itunes have been straightened out so the feed is now updating you can subscribe on itunes and and, and i would also appreciate if you're an iTunes user, go to the show and, um, and and comment on the show. Give us some comments, you know, good or bad. Rate us. I'd like to see good, but, you know, what the heck. And, and by the way, at the, at the website, martyrobertsblog.com, that's the place for discussion to happen. It's easy to make comments. You can ask questions. You can you can uh, give your opinion about what, about what we've talked about. And uh, it, it, good stuff there. I'd like to see a little uh, interactive community happen there at the uh, MartyRobertsBlog.com. So, just k- kind of a side point here, but uh, you know these 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 prisoners, you know these prisoners that we, we've already released fifty-two of them, another fifty-two awaiting release there you, you gotta know i i mean i can't emphasize too much who these people are they convicted murderers all of them convicted murderers including some who kidnapped and then axed tortured or burned their victims to death all were supposed to be serving life sentences and and we're letting them go for what like what are we getting in return what have we gotten in return? We, we, the, the, the payback for Israel releasing these murder, murderers is an agreement by the Palestinians to talk to us. That's all. That's all. Here's some, here, here's some of the stories. Damuni Saad Mohammed Ahmed, convicted more than two decades ago for his role in lynching Israel Defense Forces reserve soldier Amnon Pomerantz. The soldier took a wrong turn into Gaza, into a Gaza refugee camp where he was beaten to death and his car set on fire with him inside. Leah El Makayas and Yossi Eliyahu were hiking in the Gilboa mountain range in 1985 when 17-year-old Yosef Mahmoud Khazakhaza and a friend murdered them. Abd al-Rabba Nimir Jabril Issa, 
he's the perpetrator of the 1984 killing of, of, of hikers Revital Seri and Ron Levy. Released. The Abu Dahila Hassan Atik Sharif, a member of Fatah, stabbed to death. Avi Osher, his, his, his employer, the guy he worked for for 15 years. Aid worker Ian Feinberg, who was on a visit to Gaza in, in 1993 to discuss ways to help the Palestinian economy. He, he, he was hacked with an axe, then shot to death during a meeting. One of his killers, Amr Masood Issa Rajib, also amongst the released prisoners. This is ridiculous. This is insane. I mean, okay, we've done, half of them are gone. We've committed to do the other 52, but let, let's... Uh, let, let, let's at least be awake and aware to, to what's happening here and just, just, how, just how insane it is. She just ain't on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and then she moves back where she's on Thursday, Friday, Saturday. I don't want to lose her because I want to love that girl. Cause I wanna hold that girl. Cause I wanna love that girl. So Abba said in response to uh, to Carrie's threats that that you know there, there's going to be no peace, no agreement without Jerusalem and without the release of the Palestinian prisoners that are so suffering in Israeli jails for their <laughs> merely for their for their brutal murder of Israelis. Well, well, the Palestinian media watch. They, they recently translated interviews with released terrorists and their families that, that were broadcast on the official Palestinian Authority, PATV. And the, <laughs> these interviews show s- some interesting things. They, they show, A, terrorists have no regrets, and that they, they lived a life of ease in jail with easy access for visits from their family. The, uh, I, I, I'm going to post these interviews on the website, MartyRobertsBlog.com. You can look at them. You can look at them yourself. The, 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 and, you, know, the, you can see their, their televised testimony, how, how, how sharply it contrasts with the Palestinian Authority libel, claiming the, the, the horrible, harsh conditions that the prisoners are suffering in, their, in, in, in the Israeli prisons and the difficulty their families have in, in seeing them. The, uh, in 2010... The, the Palestinian Authority government supervisor of prisoners, Issa Karaka, called for an international investigation of Israeli violations against Palestinian Authority prisoners. The, uh, so, so these interviews, they came after the second batch the, uh, of 26 terrorists were released on October 29th. That, that brought the total number up to, up to 52. The, so, the, uh, the, by the way, these released terrorists... Were they're, they're greeted as all all Palestinian prisoners greeted as heroes and given a fifty thousand dollar grant each fifty thousand dollars and and senior positions at the Palestinian Authority with extremely high monthly salaries being paid for by the way my friends in America and Europe by your tax dollars where is the Palestinian Authority getting all this money fifty thousand dollars per prisoner. They're getting them from you, my friends. Their economy is not supporting such things. It's coming from you, Americans, Europeans, giving them this money. So, so in these interviews, Asrar Samrin, 
one of the one of the newly released terrorists serving a life sentence for the 1991 murder of Israeli Tzvi Klein. He, he appeared on Palestinian Authority TV October 30th. He, he, he remarked that the first question that all Israeli media ask every released prisoner is, do you regret what you did or not? Samrin said, through the great PA TV, I say to the Israelis, there is no Palestinian who did something for the homeland and his nation who will regret it. We don't regret what we did, and we will not regret what we did. The, uh, there's also a segment from May 4th in, in which Muhammad Hilal, a terrorist who was released after having served 10 years, described prison life on PA TV. Uh, according to Hilal, the worst thing about Israeli prison was having to sit on a metal chair for a long time while transported on the prison bus. The, the ride of torment, as Hilal called it, involved having to sit on a metal chair made entirely of metal. There's nothing but metal inside it. Oh, oh, the horror! That, I, that must, that must be, be what they mean by the, by the Israeli torture. Of, Israel, uh, of Palestinian prisoners when they're being transported. They have to sit on a, on a metal seat on the bus. Oh, the horror, the pain of it all. The, Hillel goes on to, to uh, describe the daily routine for, for the terrorist prisoners. This is what he says. After exercising in the morning, the guys would get together in the prison yard and we'd chat, talk, eat, drink, joke, and play, and so on throughout the day. Then th- there would be a noon roll call, and then several hours of resting time in the rooms. Nap time, reading time, study time. For th- this, this is b- because while they're in prison, they can also get university degrees, which many of them do. So, th- so he goes on, followed by more time in the yard, in the prison yard, walking, laughing, playing, joking, and so on, until dark. I, <laughs> sounds horrible. To, I mean, like, like, where do I sign up? Sounds, so, sounds like summer camp to me. I mean, okay, you're supervised, you can't leave, but not too bad for convicted murderers. You know, really, really. You, you can see these interviews, martyrobertsblog.com. You go there, and, and you can watch the YouTube videos of these, of these translated interviews. On October 30th, relatives of freshly released terrorists were also interviewed on PATV. According to them, the security check, when visiting their terrorist murderer kin in jail, was similar to an average airport check. Brother of released murderer Osama Abu Hanana said, The visit was exhausting. When we went through the security check, they would even pass our shoes through a machine. Oh, oh, the horror of it all. How, how unfair. Bring in Amnesty International. Bring in the Red... Uh, oh, they can come in, Amnesty International, the Red Cross. Oh, oh yeah, 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 they, 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 they can come in. Oh, oh, the horror. They even pat their shoes through a machine. By the way, uh, Hanana... Kadura and two others murdered Mati Biton and wounded his, his wife Molly near Janine in 1992. How unfair that their relatives, when they, come, when they come to visit him in prison, 
have to go through a security check similar to what you and I go through when we want to when we want to fly from New York to Los Angeles. So, so here's the story. <laughs> murderers murder Palestinian terrorists in Israeli prison. Cold-blooded murders who destroyed lives and families. What, what's their life like in prison? They get up in the morning, drink coffee, and read the paper. That's what every cold-blooded terrorist operative killer does in an Israeli jail. He gets up in the morning, meets his friends, eats breakfast, drinks coffee, and spends rest of the day in their company. If particularly motivated, he can get an open university college degree. He also gets first-class medical and dental care, courtesy of the Israeli taxpayer. In Israel, you see, see the attitude towards security prisoners, that, that i.e. Palestinian terrorists, is, is less rigorously defined than, than for instance, in, uh, in the United States. In the United States, terrorist murderers are sent to Gitmo, to Guantanamo, and held in solitary confinement. In Israel, although classified as terrorists, they're treated as prisoners of war. So their families are allowed to visit, the Red Cross comes to see them, and the Geneva Conventions are in force. The, the various human rights organizations, they work day and night to improve their conditions. The same organizations that conveniently ignore the existence and the rights of the families mourning the prisoners' victims. The, uh, 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 in addition, as opposed to ordinary felons who have to deal with the prison authorities on a one-to-one basis, not the security prisoners. They have operational autonomy within the prisons. In each jail, terrorists move within their own microcosms made up of prisoners from Hamas, Palestinian Islamic Jihad, Fatah, the Popular Front for the Liberation of Palestine, even Al-Qaeda and Hezbollah. And each group has its own spokesman. And the spokesman's role is to represent whichever organization he and sometimes she belongs to in dealing with the prison authorities. So the uh, so 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 be, be, because of 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 the the prisoner exchanges and and the and the American pressured goodwill gestures that lead to to the early release of prisoners virtually guaranteed early release of prisoners all all these terrorist murderers are are pretty well certain that they're not going to serve their full terms so so what's the result that certainty makes them stronger and gives them hope that they'll be released fairly shortly, even if they were sentenced to consecutive life terms. So in the meantime, most of them are busy with their studies, planning what they'll do when they're released. They look at their time in prison kind of like a, uh, like a, uh, like, like a break to improve themselves and prepare themselves for their future back out in the Palestinian world. The... Uh, the prisoners' conditions are monitored and improved in the prison by the various Palestinian prisoners' clubs, depending on their organizational, their terrorist organizational affiliation. They, they, they get money 
for the prison canteen and their families receive monthly allowances. The, the canteen overflows with food, beverages, and all the popular brands. The, uh, the, the, by the way, the prisoners especially like American merchandise. Timberland hiking boots are the latest fad. And, and so <laughs> just by way of comparison, the, the canteens used by Israeli army soldiers have less variety than the prisons. <laughs> the, the, uh, according to the, to the prison authorities, the prisoners have the same rations as Israeli army soldiers. But in reality, the prisoners' menu is superior to that of frontline soldiers. If they like, the prisoners can cook for themselves and, and improve the food with, with additions from the canteen. And, uh, and so you, you can even see they sometimes even manage to, uh, to post pictures on Facebook. It's, it's re- really, really hard to believe. It's, it's, it's almost impossible to enumerate the benefits of being a security prisoner in, 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 in Israeli prison. Terrorists can finish their studies. The, uh, the younger ones get fictitious matriculation certificates certified by examiners paid for by the Palestinian Authority. Then, and until recently, adult terrorists were allowed to, for, for bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees in the open university. They take courses in Jewish studies, Zionism, and, and, and perfect their Hebrew. <laughs> the, and, and not to mention that the security prisoners also have extensive medical benefits, including advanced dental work and complex operations, as noted, courtesy of the Israeli taxpayer. They refuse to work while in prison, even though they would be paid because they don't want to serve the Zionist enemy. They, they, they would rather spend their time planning terrorist attacks to be carried out by the organizations. They can, they can propagandize. They can pave the way for less hardened terrorists to follow in their footsteps in a life of anti-Israel terrorism. And it, you know, it's a fact. Many of, these, many of these prisoners leave the Israeli prison healthier, better educated, and better connected both socially and professionally than when they entered. With, with, with their release, they can add the important note to their resume, former security prison in an Israeli jail. So, so that'll, that'll allow them to, uh, to advance more quickly through the ranks of their various organizations. So, so by imprisoning Palestinian terrorist murderers, the state of Israel, we, we don't achieve deterrence. <laughs> you know, I mean, we, we can't, we can't rehabilitate them. We can't re-educate them because they reject the idea. They don't want it. And uh, they, wh- wh- what they do in Israeli prison, they simply stew in their own juices and become more dangerous to Israel. I don't know. Maybe we would be uh, better off releasing them than keeping them in prison. They, they, might, they might do less damage. I don't know. As always, very hard to understand. Very hard to understand what's going on here. Very hard to understand why Kerry is so doggone stubborn. He's got Syria going on here. He's got Iran going on. I mean, 
thousands being murdered on a monthly basis in Syria. Now it looks like the chemical weapons were not even from Assad. They were from Al-Qaeda-based organizations in Syria. Is Kerry worried about that? Nah, no problem. Is he worried about Iran developing a nuclear bomb? Nah, no problem. We've got a deal. And by the way, Russia's got America's back here, so apparently that's good enough for Kerry and and Obama. So, hey, you know, I might as well, uh, when I'm not sailing in my yacht, I might as well spend my time pressuring Israel. Ah, I don't get it. I really don't. Visit the website, martyrobertsblog.com. Good stuff there. Follow me on Twitter. Donate, support the show. All that good stuff. And uh, that's about it. Until next time, Marty Roberts. In Israel, Shalom Shalom.